Welcome back to Bankruptcy 101. I'm your host, bankruptcy attorney Roger Kraft, and this is my podcast where I give you some of the basics about filing bankruptcy to help you better understand how that process works, along with hopefully helping you to avoid some of the pitfalls that can come along with it. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how much it costs to actually file a Chapter 7 or a Chapter 13 bankruptcy. Now, the question of how much it costs to file a bankruptcy is really a tough one to answer, especially on a podcast like this that's nationwide, and that's because of a a couple of different reasons. Uh, First of all, it can depend on what attorney you go to. It can depend on the experience of that attorney, and those costs can differ uh, depending also on where you live and what chapter of bankruptcy you're going to file. So, Let's first talk about a Chapter 7 case and how much it generally costs to file a Chapter 7. In a Chapter 7, the attorney can basically charge however much he or she wants to charge up front, as long as those fees are deemed reasonable. So, how are you going to know if that attorney's fees are considered reasonable? Well, you can call around and talk to multiple attorneys, find out what they're charging for a Chapter 7. When you start getting multiple attorneys giving you the same price or very similar in the ballpark, that price range, that's probably going to be a pretty reasonable fee and nothing for you to get up in arms about. But here's the deal. When you start calling around asking for prices, you're going to get prices all over the board. And that's because some attorneys aren't quite as forthcoming as they should be. And they'll quote you some low dollar amount just to get you in the door to file with them. I'll give you an example. You call an attorney and you say, hey, how much is it to file a Chapter 7? And the attorney says, oh, it's only $335 to file a Chapter 7. Now, you've been calling around to other attorneys and getting prices you know, in the $1,200, $1,500 range. So now this attorney's telling you $335. That sounds real good. And you decide you're going to go with him or her. Then, after you've given that attorney all your paperwork, they've built your case for you, and they're ready to sit down and file, they tell you, oh, you still owe another $1,000. And you say, but wait a minute, you told me it was only going to be $335 to file. And the attorney says, well, yeah, it is only $335 to actually file. That's the filing fee that the court charges. But you still have to pay attorney's fees, and you only asked how much it actually costs to file. So, was that attorney lying to you? Well, not technically. But did he or she answer your question? No, because what you really wanted to know, you wanted to know how much it was going to cost to get this job done. So, it's really important when you're calling around to make sure you're asking how much it's going to cost you all together with all the fees included. When you start getting similar answers and similar prices to that question, then you'll know you're on the right track and you can kind of estimate what the cost of your Chapter 7 is going to be. Now, little side note on Chapter 7 fees. Occasionally, you'll run into attorneys who run ads saying nothing down or zero down Chapter 7, and you're going to want to be real careful of those firms and make sure that you understand exactly what you'll be paying once you've made all the payments on that Chapter 7. Because what they do is file your bankruptcy for you like they said they would for that low price. Then they have you sign an agreement saying you'll pay the remainder of the fees in monthly installments. 
Now, remember, you just filed a bankruptcy, so this is a new contract, a new agreement, and it's valid, and those funds have to be paid back. What you may not realize is that when all is said and done on those agreements, you may be paying back thousands and thousands of dollars for a Chapter 7 case that you could have had done for like $1,200, $1,300, $1,500. So just be real careful if you hire those firms that are offering a zero down or a very low down payment to file your Chapter 7. Make sure you understand exactly how much you'll be paying them because it may not be worth it to you in the long run. Okay, let's talk now about the fees in a Chapter 13 and how it works. Chapter 13 is where you're going to get the most varying answers when it comes to an attorney giving you the fees and what it costs to get a case filed. And there's a couple of reasons for that. The first reason is that the court actually sets the attorney's fees in a Chapter 13. The court sets those fees, but the court doesn't dictate how much of the fees can be collected up front, and each attorney gets to set that amount on his or her own. So, for example, the court may set the attorney's fees in your Chapter 13 at $4,000. Well, that attorney might charge you zero of that $4,000 all the way up to the full $4,000 to get the case filed. Now, whatever fees you don't pay up front will get paid through your Chapter 13 plan. So, obviously, the more you pay up front, the lower your Chapter 13 payment is going to be. If you pay nothing of your attorney's fees up front, then you're going to have a higher payment in your Chapter 13. Most attorneys have a set amount that they'll charge up front to get the Chapter 13 filed, but there are circumstances where they will vary. For example, if I've got a client that comes in to me on a Thursday afternoon and I find out that their house is being foreclosed on the next morning, I'm going to charge more up front in that case because I've got a lot of work to do that night to get that case filed and make sure that that foreclosure is stopped the next morning. Or I'll give you another example. I had a client come in to me a couple of years ago, wanted to file a Chapter 13 and expected to pay my standard upfront amount. But when I sat down with her and I pulled up her history of bankruptcies, I found that she had filed 22 prior Chapter 13 cases over the past five or six years. So I told that client that I would file her 23rd case, but she was going to have to pay the full amount of the attorney's fees up front. Well, she got angry and asked why that was the case, and I had to explain to her that I knew that those other 22 attorneys that filed for her before never got paid on those cases, and I wasn't willing to be the 23rd one. Well, that client never came back. She was angry, and that was okay with me because I had a pretty good feeling for where that case would have headed anyway. Now, the second reason you'll get prices all over the board in a Chapter 13 is because each jurisdiction gets to decide how much the set rate will be in a Chapter 13. So maybe your cousin in Ohio told you, hey, you should file a bankruptcy. It's not that much. I paid like $3,700 overall, but you live in California and your attorney just quoted you $5,000 or $6,000 in attorney's fees. That's because California is in a different jurisdiction, and they have a different presumptive attorney's fee for Chapter 13. And you're going to find that variation from state to state. Now, if you think about it, it's really pretty silly that that happens, because if you remember, bankruptcy law is federal law, and it doesn't matter much where you live. Your attorney in Indiana is doing the exact same work as your attorney in Florida, California, Alabama, but the fees are vastly different. And that doesn't make a lot of sense. But nonetheless, 
that is the way it is, and there's nothing we can really do about it. Now, one other thing I want to tell you when it comes to chapter 13 is that no matter what the cost of the attorney's fees are, your attorney may still end up charging you more later once your plan has been confirmed. Because after your plan's been confirmed, there's a lot of other issues that can arise in your case. If you'll remember, a Chapter 13 plan runs anywhere from three to five years, and a lot can happen in your life in that space of time. For example, let's say you suddenly lose your job and you can't make your Chapter 13 payment for a few months. Well, the trustee might file a motion to dismiss your case, in which your attorney's going to have to file an objection to that motion to dismiss, and they may have to ask the court for an abatement of those missed payments. Or maybe your car breaks down. You have to buy a new one. Well, your attorney's going to have to file a motion asking the court to allow you to take out a new loan for that car. Your attorney is going to have to do work on those kinds of situations, and so they'll likely file what's called a fee application with the court asking to be paid for that work. If the court grants that fee application, your Chapter 13 payment could go up because it's got to be enough to cover those new attorney's fees. Usually, it doesn't go up much, if at all, but that's how your attorneys get paid for additional work in your Chapter 13. So if you're in a Chapter 13 and your attorney is trying to collect money from you while you're in that Chapter 13 for any kind of work, you're going to want to notify the Chapter 13 trustee of that and maybe perhaps the United States Trustee's Office because that attorney should not be collecting money from you while you are in your 13. Those fees have to be approved by the court before they can be paid over to you. Well, hopefully I've helped you understand a little bit more about how attorney's fees are paid in a Chapter 7 and how they're paid in a Chapter 13. I wish I could give you more concrete answers about the cost of getting your case filed, but just like anything else in an open market system, competition will drive those fees and each attorney is going to be a little different in how much they charge. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. If you have more questions about attorney's fees in a bankruptcy, reach out to a bankruptcy attorney in your area. If you're in the state of Utah, reach out to me. I'm attorney Roger Kraft and your host of Bankruptcy 101.